afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Friday the 18th of August. The government's hit another pothole in its attempts to have roadside drug testing. Parliament passed a law to allow it in March last year. Political editor Jason Walls with the latest. The government had planned to have a roadside testing regime up and running by now, but the police have so far been unable to find a device capable of providing an accurate enough reading of impairment. As such, they've announced a workaround where, instead of relying on positive roadside tests, a saliva sample is sent back to a lab before an infringement is issued. The new arrangement requires an amendment to the current law, which won't happen before mid-next year. Federated Farmers says the government's emissions pricing plan, Tone, is deaf to the realities the industry's living with. Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor today announced a new proposal. It would see mandatory emissions reporting begin in October next year and pricing from a year later. Wayne Langford says they know they have work to do in this space, but this will only add to the stress farmers are facing. Lamb prices have dropped 25% in the last 12 months and, and the milk price has gone down from $9.30 down to six seventy-five. You know, it's a really, really tough time on farm. The government says an apology and compensation can never completely remedy the injustice Alan Hall has suffered. The 61-year-old's getting nearly $5 million compensation after being wrongfully convicted of murdering father of five Arthur Easton in 1985. He endured four failed appeals before the Supreme Court quashed his conviction last June. Acting Justice Minister Deborah Russell says there are cabinet guidelines for payouts like this. It does seem like a lot of money, but of course it can't compensate, really, for being locked up for 18 years. Another Auckland ferry has been added to a slew of shelved services. A day after announcing it'll no longer run a range of inner harbour routes in Auckland from October, Fuller's 360 has confirmed it also won't run the Coromandel ferry. AT is looking for other operators. And worry for Coromandel Peninsula businesses after another blow for tourism. Dock has confirmed walking routes to Cathedral Cove won't open this summer. This is due to risks from rockfall and landslides. The only access will be via boat. Coromandel MP Scott Simpson says locals are devastated. They're facing now the fourth consecutive Christmas summer period with roads closed and businesses deeply affected. New Zealand wine growers can breathe easy despite difficulties across the ditch. Business Desk reports Australia has more than 2 billion excess litres of wine thanks to its tense relations with China. Thomas Rice with more. Australia's wine exports by value fell by a third over the past two years, initially dropping 97% in 2021 after China set duties of up to 218%. NZ Wine Growers Chief Executive Philip Gregan says our distinctly different wine style and lack of dependence on China means it has a little impact. He says China accounts for less than 1% of our wine exports. And in sport, an injury scare for the All Blacks ahead of the Rugby World Cup in France. Blindside flanker Shannon Frizzell is set to miss the tournament opener against the hosts after tweaking his hamstring at a training session earlier this week. And ahead of this weekend's Women's Football World Cup finals, Vladko Adonofsky has resigned as coach of the United States team. His four-time champions exited this year's tournament at the Round of 16 stage. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That is your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB newsroom.